0: hello 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 cryptonauts welcome back to another episode of cryptocurrency chat i am your host blockchain john with my co-host jake jabrelli we have a special person here today with us we have crypto grady from DeFi kingdoms so crypto grady before we get started i want to ask you a question and that question is you ready it is an icebreaker question
1: uh- I'm ready. I'm. Let's do it, baby. All right.
0: <laughs> if a movie was made of your life, what genre would it be? And which celebrity would play it?
1: Oh, baby. Right off the top. Right off the dome. As soon as you ask that question, what hit me first right away. 300. I am the guy leading the army. Reckless. abandoned. Let's go. Leonidas? To the death. <laughs> Leonidas. <laughs> and, uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what's that guy? Leonidas. After, what's yeah. the actor's name? What's his name? I don't name,
0: know. Man? I don't know. We got to look it up, man. I want to. I want to find out who it is. Oh,
1: who? I'm not good with, but it'll come to me. It is Gerard Butler. Yes, that's it. Gerard I got Butler. Got it. Nice. Yeah. baby.
2: Yeah. Gerard Butler yeah. plays King Leonidas. Wait. Nice. That's cool.
0: Welcome to Grady. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, buddy?
1: It's great. Doing? to be here it's awesome you guys are interested how did you guys get interested in defi kingdoms where did that how did that even come along
0: you know i'm always i'm always interested in crypto projects so that's uh, one of my passions i'm always looking around at different different uh servers and different websites and it happens to come come along my feed one of these days you know I i think it was about a year ago more than a year ago actually uh probably closer to two years if i'm not mistaken. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've been peeping you guys' this progress and it's been very, very solid. There's like been no breaks. Like you guys are just doing just hitting it out, out of the park. It's, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. I okay. love it. I love it. Yes, that's right. So the team, DeFi Kingdom's team, just grinding away through the bear market. One of the dream teams of all dream teams in crypto. And that's it's what nice, we look man. for. Yeah. And there's so much going on with the project. It's unbelievable actually so i started crypto back in 2015 and just kind of tippy-toed in by 2017 i was like all in pretty much full-time and eventually you know got wrecked by the bear market learned everything the hard way which which bear market okay (laughs) 18 2019 2020 (laughs) okay yes So, so and then Fortunately, I kind of just barely hung in there, almost got out of crypto altogether (laughs) because I just, back then it was a real threat that maybe it will die, but like (laughs) government will ban it and this and that. We weren't sure if it would actually survive and stick around. Well, now past that hump, big hump to get past. We still have a lot of government shenanigans against crypto going on, of course, but you know... Back when I was really getting inundated and I was all I was in almost every DeFi ecosystem blockchain you could imagine. Just about, honestly, just about all of them. So many that I lost track, even. It's every once in a while it hits me like, oh my gosh, I've got this wallet somewhere. And okay. And I was always looking for that gem of a project out there. Where you know the team has awesome core values, looking out for the best interests of others, mm-hmm. even over their own best interests. Where they're grinding, where they are talented, gifted, have their SHIT together, and mm-hmm. grind, grind, grind that is unknown. Like a project, tiny little gem of a project that's unknown, where you know it's awesome, and the tokenomics as well. So all right. those different things. Well then I come across DeFi Kingdoms. And the more I dug into it, the more I dove into it, I find they're transparent. They actually have weekly AMAs. They had it today. They had their weekly AMA today yeah. where the team comes on and they talk about everything, you know, going on in the project. All kinds of things going on. Yeah. Their token op- which is not updated by the way on CoinGecko yet, but it's coming where it's only jewel 125 million tokens. It's deflationary and it's mostly all circulating. Uh, And so just amazing, phenomenal tokenomics, brilliant uh, in-game economy with guys like Hubert on the team, different guys working, doing awesome things. And and then a bunch of FUD kind of came out against the team, and it was false. It was basically 100% the opposite is true, false FUD against Frisky Fox and team. And I just couldn't help myself but to come to their defense. Leonidas, like... Yeah,
0: leading so the army, one of one, one of your uh, I guess, followers uh, um, commented here. Now I'm picturing Leonidas yelling, This is
1: Grady! <laughs> I love it. We, this is Sparta! Yeah! yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Yeah, yes, all right.
0: So, Grady, uh, all right. So, my, my brother from another crypto mother, all right. So, yeah, here. <laughs> Here, I want let's, let's get a little backstory on you Be, before you even got into crypto. You know, give us a little backstory. How did you even discover crypto? What was your first thing? You know, everybody has their their genesis story. What's yours before you got into crypto?
1: Hey, I love it. Yeah, so I had heard about it a little bit, but I didn't get it at all. Like, uh, but and I had an insurance company that I had started. This guy, car dealership, had an insurance company. and I insured This doctor and then this doctor started uh, some Papa John's pizza, different branches. And he was telling me about Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining. And we were going to go mine the Bitcoin together. Uh, And so and it was like all in. Yeah, let's do it. And I still didn't get it. I download download the Coinbase app. This was actually like in 2013. okay, or maybe even 2012 when this was going on and but i didn't get it and it just we were both so busy he actually did the bitcoin mining but i didn't ever get in with him just because and but i fully intended to just didn't happen well then later i just kept hearing about it from different people in my office uh you know we
0: and some cars at the time
1: well i actually had an insurance company was my main business at that point so I had phased out of the car dealership and was all in on the insurance company that was thriving at that point. Uh, and so just, you know, and I was working crazy hours back then too, but was kind of at a place where I had it running itself and was going to do Bitcoin mining, was going to do it. We talked about it, was even starting to plan to do it. And it just, for whatever reason, it just never happened. And it was killing me then, Come 2015, 2016, it had done a big pump by then. And I, I look at it like, wow, I start buying at $2,500 and $3,000 <laughs> uh, and just started playing around with it and then got caught on to different YouTubers. And it's just slowly got more and more inundated into the ecosystem as time went on. Nice. That's, that's a Genesis story
0: so bitcoin was the first coin
2: yeah bitcoin ethereum and litecoin that's all that was on coinbase the yeah, coin. i remember mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the first thing that i got into was well litecoin primarily because i couldn't find bitcoin anywhere john john is a different story for that but great to, to hear hear your backstory but eh. yeah
1: interesting yeah mm-hmm.
0: so so now and- go ahead
1: well, and I, you know, I remember it didn't take too long before and Binance was brand new, the Binance exchange, and everyone was saying it's a scam, be careful, it's the riskiest, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, the
0: Chinese, but- it's a Chinese scam, don't get into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. And, I, and But I was like, but it's the best one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the be- It's It's the best, cheapest fees, everything about it's the best, it's the easiest to use. You know, but so I was buying Binance coin at 79 cents. <laughs> I remember my first buy. And wow. uh,
0: that's nice.
1: And yeah, a lot of people kind of convinced me though to kind of get out. Oh. Uh, but fortunately, I hung on to a decent little amount and it went up to $15 and I sold 90%. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. With full intention to rebuy, but then the US made it illegal. You know, Mm -hmm. back then, and Mm -hmm. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I had to stay out. And then, fortunately, I still had like a little bit left 10% left that that, you know, just went nuts. (laughs) That 10%, and I ended up selling all the way out of it at like right at the top.
0: That's good, man. That's That's a good success story right there, man. Yeah,
1: I started selling some at $79, I remember. And then I sold some at, uh, like $215 and then sold more at $500 and then six, you know, right. <laughs> six seventy something. And man, had I just held on? So actually that's probably my biggest crypto mistake. Hey,
0: this, we, this, all, <laughs> we all, we all have do it. Stories, man. <laughs> hey, we taking all pro- taking stories.
1: Yeah. Taking profits turns out being my biggest crypto mistake, which yeah. is odd. <laughs> I was in a hundred other coins that went to zero. Where I didn't take Mm -hmm. the profit and wrote it all Mm -hmm. the way down. Yeah, but more than all of that combined times 10, if I had just hung on, you know, I'd have been a lot better off. So crazy story there.
2: (laughs) I think we all have a story, at least one story of that kind of like, oh, if only I had, but nobody has a crystal ball. So (laughs) you get what you get.
0: (laughs) Here's here's the thing, Grady. Have you have you ever lost your keys?
2: Um, almost. But okay. fortunately,
1: I had it copied on my notes on an old phone that my kids had.
0: <laughs> wow, that's dangerous. And I was
1: able to recover keys to some of my different wallets. Uh, but yeah, that, that scares. That's a lot, of, a lot of people aren't quite ready to self-custody their crypto. Yeah. So every, that's a lot of responsibility. There's always push and get a ledger and get this and that. But a lot of people, like there's a lot more crypto out there lost. Mm-hmm. then they're from hacks and exchanges actually even that's a lot of hacks a lot of money lost in hacks uh, yeah. but um, <laughs> but it's the losing i think a lot of people lose it uh even more so and that's not talked about enough you know
0: yeah you're absolutely right. Right. there needs it? to be a better there needs to be a better service for onboarding even though it is getting better but also a yeah. better way to manage manage the the security, or managing the the ability to maintain those those funds as, as self custody, and not lose those keys. So yeah. I, there was one I, I forgot which company's doing it, which crypto project is doing it, but tethering like your email email account to it. Uh, but there was I think a privacy issue with that. So they're trying. People are trying to figure out what's the best way to do that without you know if you ever yeah. do misplace your keys, at least you can use your email to uh, to get it back. But you know
1: something like one that is, right. one of these days. <laughs> act you know there'll be problems with that so there's a guy named brown gent he's he's also an influencer for defi kingdoms the brown Mm -hmm. gent does it right he's got it at two different safety deposit boxes and even if the bank person and he has got a trust you know so it's in a trust and a safety deposit box and we're as to the point to where even if the bank teller was corrupt and tried to get in it they couldn't figure it out Mm -hmm. (laughs) so It's almost like you, if you really want to do it right, that's how you got to do it. Um,
0: All right, Grady, now we're here, man. This is it. We're here to talk about DeFi Kingdoms. So let's, let's get yes. to it. Yes. Let's get to it. Let, so, let me show this- on screen here first the website. Let's go ahead and go through this real quick. So I'm at game.defikingdoms.com, and uh, there's also defikingdoms.com that kind of goes over the general understanding of how the game is played and how you can get into it. You can even start playing immediately. Uh, let's see. You can. There, that you guys do have your own tokenomics built into the game, which is the jewel token, um, which you guys use. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, go go ahead. Uh, what what I'm yeah, curious.
1: Yeah. Start there. What Why I'm don't we cu- start there? Let's okay, start with on. the tokenomics. Go okay, ahead. so when the game was first first launch, Frisky Fox baby and Pie Face, <laughs> he he just was. Some guy who had previously been a dev, a developer, and he's a genius, absolutely brilliant developer, but he had never started a crypto project before. So imagine, just imagine trying to start a crypto project, especially on the scale, you know, well, he did it. He just one day decided to, to develop this thing out and start his own crypto project because he had been a part of other crypto projects that he didn't like his the core values didn't line up you know and so he's like you know what i'm gonna do this right and do it my own way starts up his own project and so but as far as like hiring staff firing you know just the whole in, encompassing what it actually takes to bring on and actually start a crypto project is is beyond what most people can ever endure which is why most projects go to zero there's actually over well over a hundred thousand cryptos out there. Well over a hundred thousand. Now on CoinGecko, we only see like thirty-five thousand or something. But that's because like five hundred thousand crypto projects have are no longer even on CoinGecko. They're basically dead projects because to actually start a legit project is so crazy hard. So he starts his thing with um, and didn't fully, he, he knew he had the core values, his heart was in the right place, and he knows he's a phenomenal developer. Well, so then as time went on, you know, he starts running these, these things, and the project exploded. It just took hold with some different influencers in the space. And it eventually took hold of George, I am George with Cryptos RS. It took hold. And so George was talking about it and was in on the project. So was crypto man ran. Yeah. Crypto banter was in on it and hustle, you know, they were talking about it and the project just absolutely like 10,000 X or something. It was less than a penny. And then it went up to $24 jewel did. And at the time, yeah, jewel was the end game jewel was the all encompassing token. It was the end game token that you have to use to level your heroes up to summon your heroes with your nft heroes uh that are actually these nfts are the most complex nfts there are in crypto is my understanding i don't think there's any other like if you read the code on the nfts they're the most complex nfts in crypto period or at least one of the most uh and and so there's so much to these nfts that you can summon them together and create more nfts with a deep genetic there's so much to the genetics and i love talking about this talk about it all the time on the on my channel you know and and so the jewel token at the time was used as both the token that for the liquidity pool so it first started out as just a dex But then he wanted to make it as a gamified NFT Dex and actually create a combat system and everything with these NFTs. Well, there's a lot that goes into that. Okay. And so it blew up so fast and so hard and they grew. He hired 50 employees just like was just like having to fire hire people like so fast go through so many different learned so many hard knocks through that whole process and jewel was the token that you were earning the interest in and so it was highly inflationary at the time but it was pretty brilliant even then tokenomics if if you step back and look at the bigger picture pretty brilliant tokenomics mm-hmm. that was going on but there was a certain amount of jewel that was unlocked versus a certain amount of jewel that was locked and you could have your minor NFT heroes that were mining the locked jewel. Okay. And so there were some different things that were popping up, some issues that kind of came up and long story short, we could get into that if anybody needs to, if anybody needs to, to know the history, but there was some accusations that came out against them that were false Totally false, pretty much. Um, and there was a little against, issue... Against uh, Frisky Fox? Against Frisky Fox in the project. okay. And and then there was a mass exodus out of the ecosystem, and some of the influencers started fudding the project, and it went all the way back up to George and back to Crypto Banter, and they were kind of saying, it looks like this is a dead project. And so... There, at one point, there was fifty-five thousand daily active users in the game mm. uh, every day, and and their Discord was over one hundred and twenty thousand. And you know, and there is then there is this mass exodus that happened. Then shortly after that, just a couple months later, or less than a couple months later, we had the Harmony Bridge hack happen. Yeah. Okay, and so um, DeFi Kingdoms originally with Serendale on Harmony.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, they also teamed up with Avalanche and created an Avalanche subnet called Crystal Veil, but that was like kind of slowly being developed out. Um, And, and so, but that was, that turned out being their lifeline, that other, uh, the DeFi Kingdom's DFK chain su- Avalanche subnet. Oh, okay, because okay. When, hold,
0: hold on, hold on. So uh-huh? DeFi, DeFi Kingdom on Harmony is no longer, or is it still a thing?
1: It's no longer okay, but but you can still very easily get your stuff out of there. If and a lot of people still have their heroes and their tokens and their stuff stuck on there still, it's real easy to get it off there and bridge it right on into Crystal Vale, their own blockchain now.
0: Okay, so that answers my one of my questions. I was going to ask you uh, why why is Defi Kingdoms using the Avalanche blockchain if it came out on Harmony? See, I didn't, yeah, I can not know about...
1: Part of the original vision, that's a great question, part of the original vision was to be a multi-chain DEX game.
0: hmm okay. That's awesome. And,
1: and so, that was always part of the plan. And part of the dilemma was, on Crystal Veil, okay, they had to come out with a new token to be the power token, we call in-game power token, to actually use the token in-game for leveling your heroes for summoning your heroes for doing the duels there's already a game in the game called uh it's duels and and on crystal veil that power token is, was crystal but on sarendale 1.0 that power token was jewel whereas on crystal veil the jewel was the is the gas token
0: mm-hmm. okay they have
1: their own block yeah their own blockchain called the dfk chain where jewel is actually the gas token, and but crystal was still the uh, <clears throat> the power token, but it created some problems. And the the team had given us a heads up that they were there was a massive unlocking of jewel that was also coming in in September. and this past September, it came, but that was after the the Harmony Bridge hack happened. And they were able essentially move all of the functionality of the game from Serendale into Crystal Vale, their new blockchain, and to get off of the Harmony blockchain because it's basically a dying blockchain. And, you know, the because of the hack and the developers on Harmony, I think just got really discouraged and there are some problems there. And it's basically just a dying chain at this point, um, not any more development happening there. And so they had to get out of there and, and they were able to do that. And it turned out kind of being a lifesaver and avalanche really stepped up and helped them financially helped them because they were also The, the, the bridge hack and the Luna situation, Mm -hmm. because Luna was another uh, potential realm that they were wanting to create and get into that ecosystem down the road. That was, that was a possibility as well as FANT. So Luna, the Luna token and USD was in their liquidity pools in Harmony. So Harmony was kind of tied into the Luna ecosystem. So was Phantom, Matic, Binance, Smart Chain. Uh, You had all these different tokens at the time, along with Bitcoin, Ethereum, several different tokens that you could provide liquidity and, and earn, you know, by having liquidity in those pools. Well, then the bridge hack happened and it just wrecked everyone. And the Luna situation wrecked everyone. It just was one. And the Voyager thing really wrecked me as well. So, Voyager, man, I was, I don't know if you guys were in on that one way back when. <laughs> no. Thank uh, God. But it was called, what was it called? Hello, brain. Voyager was called something else. The re- uh, three ROs, capital. Was ethos. The- it was ethos. Do you remember token ethos back in the day (laughs) and then it turned into voyager Uh, i was then on it way back then and anyways loved that was big on voyager and hopefully i don't know what's going to happen there hopefully we get something back out of that anyways so all of that happened and it really wrecked the team wrecked everyone we're all wrecked the ecosystem was already wrecked and throughout that process before the, all this happened. We're talking
0: about 2021 okay. at this point or 2022?
1: No, we're talking so DeFi Kingdoms is just a year and a half old yeah. now at this point. Or okay. Less, less than a year and a half old, even. Less than a year and a half. Their one year birthday was was at the end of August last year. So in which feels like a couple months ago still. <laughs> so it's like, whoa, that was that was almost that's coming up on 6 months ago. It's weird. So the whole Thing, all of this has happened within a year and a half and in the throughout the process too early on before all this happened he was able to get pie face is another one that uh, that frissy fox kind of helped develop uh started this thing with and pie face's husband at the time who's now dreamer it's called dreamer he was becoming an executive in goldman sachs a rock star he was oh. in charge of yes in charge of risk management for goldman sachs <laughs> okay <laughs> and dreamer could have by now actually been straight up an executive on the board probably by now rising star in charge of risk management for the largest accounts of goldman sachs he left goldman sachs and joined the fikeenos yeah, that, and
0: that's and that bold move, man. That's a bold. bold I
1: know. Move. And then shortly after that, all, all this happened. Oh, <laughs> it's crazy! Man. I know, right? And somehow they also have other guys. There's another rock star in the community and on on the team called Hubert Hubert Cumberdale, <laughs> who's big brains, just brilliant guy. Behind the genius in the game, there's so much genius in the economy of the system, in in the ecosystem of the game. Um, also, a couple goat developers, Beetle Dude and Magnus, several guys. Also, Dreamer's brother, who is a PhD psychologist, quit his uh, job. PhD psychologist, doctor, is also joined the team. Wow! All the Just key players on the team, okay? And they've somehow managed to, I can tell you, at least 99% of all other crypto projects in existence would have died off by now with all the stuff they had to deal with. All, I mean, it's just a monster what they had to deal with with, throughout all that. Not only have they dealt with that, they've been able to formulate Substantially more structure, a business structure. They've uh, created what's called uh Kingdom Studios, and have formulated several more uh, partnerships all over the world. Not only with Avalanche, but also with a, a gaming studio called Wisdom Gaming, which is one of the largest uh, esports gaming broadcasts in America. With with a large um, like. Uh, uh, an arena, like a gaming eSport arena in uh, Mall of America, Minneapolis. And the the main founder behind that is the main dev who's developing out alongside Hubert Cumberdale and some other team they, there's a team of wisdom gaming that came together with a team of DeFi kingdoms as including Hubert, Who's behind the game that they're that's very soon to come out within the next two, three months, maybe even one month away. The actual PVP combat system is coming and PVE. Okay. And this guy, another anomaly, just brilliant, phenomenal human being. Okay. Okay.
0: So the, key, the 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 DeFi Kingdoms ecosystem is going to continue to grow and grow and grow right that's what it sounds like especially with partnering uh with with I guess gaming uh, developers around the world uh, I I was curious is is um DeFi Kingdoms going to expand into other games or just stick with DeFi
1: Kingdoms well Okay, so that's another really awesome question that I'm really excited to clack out of the park here (laughs) because so you hear of gaming uh, companies like Gala Games. (laughs) Uh, There's
2: several. Yeah. yeah. I know know Gala Games.
1: (laughs) Gala Games, Wax. Uh, These are like gaming platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, There's several more in. My mind, my brain, brain. What's another the there's another big one? Um sandbox. Oh well sandbox is like a metaverse. Cool. And this this also could become a metaverse. But essentially oh. what DeFi Kingdoms can do is offer the exact same thing that Gala Games can do. Where other developers and there which there are there's actually one in the chat, there's several phenomenal third party developers. Born to die in the chat, baby. He's got. He's a third-party dev in the ecosystem, and but the, there's upside here where if someone wants to come on the DFK chain, which has more transactions, I, I is to my understanding, I think actually more transactions done on the DFK chain, which is an avalanche subnet, than even on the Ethereum blockchain. More daily active <laughs> transactions on the DFK chain. Um, and you, game developers could come on and develop their own game, which several already have. One there's the game called Fight Club. It's a Discord-based game, actually. But oh. other developers can come in, develop games, and actually use the NFTs if they want.
0: Uh-huh. They don't. Yeah, even have- that's pretty cool. And this is all.
1: This is all through Kingdom, through
0: Kingdom Studios, right?
1: Well, they they can come and develop on the blockchain of DFI DFK chain. Oh, oh, and get. Support, yes getting support from kingdom studios
0: ah that's pretty cool actually yeah, yeah. now uh, did, and quite yeah do they and have they to want... use use the avalanche blockchain or can they use another chain and bridge over
1: well they well they could develop on the dfk chain which is yeah. the avalanche subnet chain it's their own totally autonomous independent blockchain
0: uh huh yep yep yep
1: uh and so it's it's an avalanche subnet, yes, but it's actually their own autonomous chain that could survive on its own. Sweet, um, and and will survive, you know, on its own, even if Avalanche had their own issues. They're still their own autonomous blockchain. So Avalanche has really been really phenomenal on their partnerships they're doing, but even the technology behind what they can do with these subnets kind of came out of nowhere. I'm a big Cosmos guy which is <laughs> huge Cosmos bull right here. And and then I remember when Avalanche first came out with the subnet thing, I was like, this kind of came out of nowhere. Like we didn't really hear much about it ahead of time. But when you dive into the technology, it's actually really phenomenal. And easy cross-chain. Okay. Also what they've done. Okay. So they wanted to move Serendale to a new blockchain. And they were able to... Secure, surprisingly, another just phenomenal partnership with a chain called Clayton Blockchain. Clayton okay. is an Asian you're,
0: you're, I'm mind blowing at all the stuff that's going on. I didn't realize all this stuff was going on. This is crazy. I'm I'm literally jaw it's, dropped. I'm listening to you. It's like, what? How is this even possible? I, this is crazy.
1: I'm telling you, we could go on for hours. There's so much. The Clayton partnership. Like they could have, uh, Polygon wanted in. There is other potential chains, but Clayton, for several different reasons, for them made the most sense, and um, and really allowed them to just build out in several more different ways than some of the other options they had. Polygon is another one they'd like to eventually have a realm on, though. <laughs> but who knows? We're not sure, and that's like on pause. We don't need another realm. What we need is the game, that <laughs> system. And mm-hmm. there's so much more we could talk about. But the partnership they made with Clayton Blockchain, and then that was just recently launched. That's how long ago is that? Was that December? <laughs> Man, it just feels like it's only been a couple months so, at so most. All, so,
0: all these products that are, that are utilizing the Kingdom's uh, blockchain, or the uh, DFK blockchain, uh, obviously, it's bringing more value to the blockchain, but I'm assuming it's also bringing value to the tokenomics, to the jewel token, or or do, do they not even have to use that, or, or is that a must?
1: Yeah, so, okay, so back to the tokenomics. Um, so Clayton is their own blockchain, and it uses Clay as the gas token, and that's where now Serendale is launched with full parity, so you can do everything now, and that... That all happened real fast, even with some major complications. Major complications came up that they didn't realize was going to come. And that happened full parity, rocking and rolling. We got two realms now, two realms that are easily and they communicate with one another. That's Serendale But Crystal Vale is, of course, still crushing it, rocking and rolling. And Crystal Vale, where the gas token is jewel. And every day, Every day jewel uh-huh what's that here, here
0: here's here's a facts from from one of the chatters DFK chain did almost five million transactions in a single day at one point
1: yes That's yes and it would still be that much but actually the reason why it's not still five million a day transactions is because the devs made it even more efficient to where now we can do what used to be used to be able to to just do like one quest at a time. Now you we can do all this multi questing, which saves under, under, under. on the number of transactions. Beautiful. And, Freaking and, beautiful, and man. Every transaction is a fraction of a penny. Oh, so every man. trade on the decks, fraction of a penny, tiny fraction of a penny. And so it's the cheapest and it's super fast and it's, and, and there's hardly ever issues or problems on the blockchain. And so, in half of the jewel though, all all those transactions still cost joule. Half of that is burned out of existence. So every day, approximately 4,000 joule burned out of existence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and in what what happened, um, they we did a vote, a community vote, on what how to handle this tokenomics issue. Because we had a big issue with or when they first started the project, they didn't fully know how this would all shake out right they're just brand new starting this thing and what was going to happen was we were going to have uh, like 250 million jewel get unlocked in the year of 2023 <laughs> okay which was like going to almost triple the total supply of jewel, which was a problem and And they also have this vision to have other blockchains down the road, talking years down the road, (laughs) to have other blockchains uh, come into play. And so we did a community vote and it's a brilliant tokenomics change. So what they decided to do was now uh, Jewel will no longer be an in-game power token. Jewel instead was going to be, first of all, the gas token on the DFK chain. Second of all, Jewel uh, is going to be the governance token in which you can stake in the jeweler. And when you stake in the jeweler, it's a whole lot more than governance. It also provides in game power up benefits to your heroes, which are to us gurus in the game is super important. So, and so then we decided that Jewel. Which at the time was uh, at the time there was about 111 million jewel in circulation, and and there was they we decided that essentially of that unlocked jewel that or that locked jewel would in turn be tr- converted into the power tokens to the new Serendale blockchain uh, on Clayton. And Crystal Veil, vale because Jewel was the original power token, now that was essentially converted into Jade, which is the new power token on Serendale, and Crystal, which is the power token on Crystal Veil. Vale. And now all in the future, all power tokens will have the exact same tokenomics. And Joule will forever only have 125 million circulating supply, which at this point now, nearly all of that is circulating. And every day, according to chat,
0: according to chat, that is now considered a quarter of the supply of Joule. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, because originally there was going to be 500 million max supply of Joule, and there was 110 million circulating supply when this vote went down. Now it's 125 million max supply, and it's just about 125 million circulating at this point. Mm-hmm. Just short of twenty-five million. Um, and there's still a little bit left to be released from uh this whole tokenomics change. And uh and every day I get a little bit from that because I had some locked jewel at the time that most of that, though, got converted into locked jade and is about to be converted into locked crystal. Uh, and so we pretty much have all the jewel that's ever going to be minted now circulating. And and on top of that, about 4,000 jewel being burned every day out of existence. Wow. Uh, and so, and now we have jade and crystal as the power tokens that are more inflationary, but even that they they have come out with just some absolutely brilliant tokenomics uh updates and use cases for those tokens to also be burned at a massive scale
0: who was the brain so behind
1: that oh my gosh now we have in one day we had over 100,000 crystal burned recently uh-huh and crystal and jade though it, are still inflationary because They you get some pretty juicy APRs in the decks for putting up liquidity.
0: Like like what? Like give me give me an example.
1: Okay, so right now the uh, Bitcoin Jade Pool is getting somewhere around I want to say like two hundred and thirty percent, something like that. Yeah, two hundred thirty percent interest. Now, if you want to go like Jewel Bitcoin, that's more like a hundred percent, and you can go Avalanche Jewel. Avalanche Jewel, that's the one with uh, the lowest, I think, right now on Serendale 2.0, which is like 50% interest. And a portion of that you get right away, and then a portion of that goes into your Locked Jade balance. Well, now, and then if you do it on Crystal Vale, the highest pool right now, you can do Crystal and Bitcoin, Crystal and Clay token, uh, Crystal and...
0: Now, is there a market for this? Is there a market for these tokens to be sold?
1: What now? What now
0: is is, is there a current market for these tokens to be sold?
1: Oh yeah. You can go right on the deck, sell them, and trade them at will. Wow. And there's demand for them because in the game, to play the game, there's several things you want to do in the game. You want to summon your heroes, and that costs jade or crystal, depending on which realm you're on.
0: Oh, what what's what's tiers?
1: Uh, Tears have exploded thanks to Hubert's big brains. And, it's, and we haven't even scratched the surface of what is going to come very soon on tears and gold and all of the in-game items. What? So in-game, another thing in-game is you get eggs. You try to get these eggs when you go on the quests. When you get the eggs, you can hatch the eggs. To hatch the eggs, it also costs <laughs> jade crystals. You're taking me down a
0: deep rabbit hole. I didn't even know it existed.
1: Oh, my goodness. And then you get pets. And there's several different rarities of pets and heroes. And these pets will help you very soon to come as Profession 10 level questing will also help you in questing. But all the way up to this point, we've had no use case yet for the pets. No use case. So, So the value of the pets have plummeted. Well, just around the corner, and I'm talking within the next week, two two to three weeks, one to two to three weeks, we're going to have profession 10-level quests where pets can be used. And we have uh, over 100,000 eggs that have yet to be hatched in the ecosystem. Guess what it costs to hatch the eggs? 200 tiers, every egg. So there's not enough tiers in existence in the game to hatch all the eggs there's hardly enough gold in existence in the game to hatch all the eggs. There's going to be a huge demand of pets coming very soon. Then in the next month or two or 3 months, okay, we're going to have combat in which also pets can be used for combat. And we're oh all going to want <laughs> our awesome pets for actual big brain and all the, so all the combat alpha comes out every week. We're getting it every week and what's shaken out and it, it actually might be launched by the end of March. It's very possible. If, if he wants to come out, which is a combat, basic combat, which is our basic heroes, and then keep expanding from there, he might do that. Workhorse, who's developing that out with Wisdom Gaming and Hubert. Okay, so all this is coming. And so there's a demand for these NFTs, for these heroes. So what do we want to do? We want to summon more heroes, to summon these heroes, to hatch the eggs. It costs tears. It costs jade. It costs crystal. It costs to hatch the eggs. It costs gold. Okay. To do all these things. And there's big demand to do all this. And so it's so fun. Right now is the time to get in. If you haven't gotten into the game, you've gotten you you're coming into a time when this whole ecosystem is downtrodden. We're like beaten and battered and bruised from all the crap that we've been through. We've been through a bridge hack. We've been through an exodus. We've been through development that has been delayed, but just, just look at all the development that has happened in this ecosystem in one and a half years. They have their own blockchain. They have all these partnerships. They have all these in-game you can already duel. So when you go duel, if you do a duel, you win raffle tickets. And when you duel uh, a huge, I think it's 50% of all that crystal or jade used gets burned out of existence. Now, just this week, over this last week or two, they come out with updates almost every week the devs do actual in-game functionality updates coming out. Now we can actually use our locked jade or locked crystal for actual in-game things. <laughs> and and so and if you do that, there's a um blessing where we can get items in game that's important for power leveling our heroes. When we level our heroes, we sometimes you can use a crystal, and these crystals have value. There's good crystals and there's cheap, not as good crystals. Well, you can actually win these awesome crystals by using your locked crystal, the the end game power token crystal. You can use your your crystal now, and seventy five percent of the crystal and seventy five percent of the jade when it comes, it's not yet. functioning yet on the clayton chain but when that comes 75 percent of the jade gets burned out of existence it just and i can go on and on right. and on and right, on
0: all right grady catch your breath catch your breath it's okay you can okay. You <laughs> i love it <laughs> so you, man you, you are the pump man that's the reason why it's going up <laughs>
1: Oh man! So, Who has we'll, more energy, we'll,
0: man? Does do do does your kids have more energy than you, or you have more? I'll energy? tell you.
1: You should have seen us in Miami. We're and we're going to be in East Denver repping DeFi kingdoms, baby. In Miami and the Central Con, we were the number one Bro. most rep project in the whole thing. It was <laughs> get awesome. out
0: get out over here on the West Coast, man. Get over here at uh, Blockchain Expos in Santa Clara. It's, they just opened up registration. Uh, I think on Monday.
1: No kidding. Yep. Yeah. No. See, I might be in L.A. because So there's a new TV show coming out called Next Crypto Gym. Next Crypto Gym. TV show. It's an actual TV show with big partnerships, big-time people on this show, such as I am George Rall George, Crypto's RS. He's one of the judges. And they're going to be judging different crypto projects. So is this like Shark
0: Tank for Crypto?
1: yes it's the shark tank for crypto <laughs> but it's also like a or the Voice for crypto that's
0: so and, great. And the
1: thing, i might just go help them i might go to come to la in march that's just awesome, to help dude. them this show but i'm really hoping i'm crossing my fingers that defi kingdoms there's a there's like a i think my understanding is like there's 16 top 16 projects but then only four out of the 16 make the cut you know mm-hmm. so i'm like Haven't my fingers crossed the DeFi kingdoms? I know there's some favor going on. BitBoy's going to be on there. One of the original sharks from Shark Tank's going to be on there, and I'm really hoping DeFi Kingdoms makes the cut, baby. I don't know. We'll see. But it's it's. I think it's looking like it's a real possibility. (laughs) Um, but back to the back to the tokenomics. I wanted to mention too with Jewel. On top of everything I just said, if you stake your Jewel in the Jeweler, not only are you earning. Significant amount of fees that the whole uh, ecosystem generates. You're earning fees, the ecosystem's earning fees from summoning, all these different things. Well, that gets sold into Jewel. A a portion of that gets sold into Jewel and goes to the jeweler for rewards and for governance, but also for in-game power-ups going on for your heroes. That's going to be important for our questing and for our PvE, um system and for the combat system it's it's just like it's so fun and it's so exciting it's so awesome i love it
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah oh, wow wow
0: that's there's so much there uh jake uh
2: well <laughs> i mean this is man i'm gonna call it over my head but
0: that's a, It's a lot. Do you play,
2: I, do play, I do play an NFT game. It's nothing like this. That's a lot. Dude. It is so boring by comparison to DeFi Kingdoms. Oh, man. Wait wait until we dive in into
1: the genetics of the heroes. It's mind-blowing. Uh, I'm telling you, this combat system, this PvE, this eSport system they're uh, developing is going to be mind-blowing.
0: So, Grady, like, how did you get into it? Like, what, what, what's... What what's what's your your connection in DeFi Kingdom? Like how deeply connected are you with DeFi Kingdoms?
1: Well, okay, so here's what happened. I heard about it from some of the different influencers uh, with YouTube channels like Drake on Digital. First heard about it from him, and then I started hearing about it from George, I'm George, and Crypto Man ran Crypto Panther, mm-hmm. and yeah. some, actually a few other channels. And then I started looking into the project. And then all the FUD hit against Frisky Fox. And it caused me to really do a deep dive into getting to know the team. And,
0: why, why, you know, why, like, why, look, why, why, that, that's, that's a turning point right there. Why, why did you care? Why didn't you just like walk yeah, away?
1: Well, because from everything I could tell, all these accusations that were happening were, was the opposite of everything I had ever seen from the project. From the core values to everything, to the development, to the way the team listens to the community feedback. Um, And it caused me to, the more I looked into it, the more I was like, you know how a lot of this is normal in crypto where most crypto projects aren't. Good at sales and marketing and messaging. Trust me, that's, that's <laughs> why, are that's the that's the why truth. we do this, man. God, that's like every project. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of nerdy engineers, brilliant developers, and I'm just like. And, but even as far as on that standpoint, they do a great job because they're doing these weekly AMAs. They still do better than most other crypto projects out there. But sure. I was like, man, had I handled, I just thought to myself, had I handled this situation it would have been put to bed and I would have used this negative, turned it into a positive and kept rocking and rolling. That was my mindset, but these guys just need help with messaging and marketing. <laughs> so that actually mo it's, it's like, I can't help myself, but I couldn't help myself, but come to their defense because they're the best team I've ever seen. And I couldn't help myself, but literally start a YouTube channel <laughs> to Come to the defense of DeFi kingdoms. But at that point, the damage had already been done. So if you're new in the project, anyone coming in, you're coming in. This, the all time high of Jewel was at $24. Right now, it's at like 25 cents, 26 cents. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're coming at just a wonderful time. It's a micro cap coin. We're talking like, I don't even know if it's $20 million on the market cap. So just imagine the upside here um and so it's that next crypto gym i found it it's and i want to help the team so my vision is to help the team with messaging and marketing essentially and and i don't even know where that's gonna go i had actually back then in may i had talked and and several times since then had talked with frisky fox about Mm. possibly coming on the team as like a marketing PR guy. But I don't know if that's ever going to happen or not. Uh, But it's it's things like getting them reconnected with George. Even today, right before the stream, I was listening to Hustle. And Hustle finally gave DeFi Kingdoms for the first time in months and months, gave DeFi Kingdoms two shout-outs on his show today. This week, for the first time in months and months, George gave... DeFi Kingdoms, two shout outs. That's because I've been reaching out to them. I've been emailing them back and forth, chatting with them (laughs) and really constantly on their radar. And that's what it takes to really kind of rebound for this team and for this project to rebound. It's going to take a lot of work to uh, in marketing and messaging. And that's just kind of where I see myself fit in.
0: That's awesome, dude. That's, that's so great, yeah. man. You're, you're, you're a humble man. You know that there's not a lot of people hey. out, you, uh, out out there like you that would, that would do that. You know, that's why I asked, why did you just walk away? Cause I think the average person would be like, ah, you know what? I'm not even involved in the project. I'll just walk away. I don't care. You know?
1: And that's, that's what. about a hundred thousand people left the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. But it's like, man, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. This team, so, it, and the cohesion even happening with the team is it's just stronger. And so, yeah, I'm going to be in Denver with the team, then, right? Then we're flying from there to Minneapolis to be with Wisdom Gaming guys right after that in March. And then, who knows, maybe be in LA. So, how, how close is Santa Clara to LA?
0: Um, what is it, like eight hours, uh, Jake?
2: Oh, is it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 uh it's, it's one's not- Nor- NorCal, the other one's SoCal. So yeah, it's, it's okay. close by, not close by. <laughs> gotcha. 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 Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. So I'm just, I believe in the team and the project so much, You know, I just can't help.
0: Normally us. when we have guest speakers on the podcast, we ha- we have to ask a lot of questions to try to hit every single angle to try to get as much <laughs> information as we can. But with you, buddy, you, you just Ooh. went ahead and just said it all, man. You did it. Every- you did 80. everything. You know, you have experience. <laughs> you uh, you clearly have experience in doing this stuff. This is great, man. You're a good
2: man. I know a, a couple of uh, a couple of coins that could really use your enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we were in Miami at the Central Con, everybody
1: thought like they're like, "What's going on here? Are are we like paid by the team to come and like shill this project?" Everybody thought that, but no, man. We we've developed this super. Uh, it's very small very small ecosystem now at this point, but a very strong, like phenomenal community within this ecosystem. Now several YouTubers are popping up all over the place. Some of which are in this chat (laughs) and that, that are just starting their little, you know, channel getting some experience going. Uh, There's several really good YouTubers, but we're all just a bunch of little guys that need to spread the word. But I love, I would love to have you guys also on the channel And I'm the time warp, so I'll blink one time. One time, Bolin, who's the head of DeFi Kingdoms, um, the community like lead, he's kind of in charge of community engagement. He came on the channel, and and we ended up doing an eight-hour stream. (laughs) All constant, like ink, and it'll be a two, three, four-hour stream. It's um, I call myself the time warp. That's crazy, (laughs) but I love to get. I got a new guy on one time his, and he's got he had his uh youtube channel called about life podcast brought him on we did like a 3 hour intro into the game and now you know he's doing videos almost every day on defi kingdoms that was like 4 months ago <laughs> so fun so i i would love to actually dive in help uh, hold people's hand walk people through you know the abc's of the game get people started yeah
2: yeah uh, this yeah. is this is the kind of thing that you mentioned gala earlier um as a reference but i got into gala the very very beginning before it even had a coin and, yeah and um then they dumped the coin on the market and then you know a year later it blew up um well obviously uh Five kingdoms has had its blown up moment moment but it, there's nothing that that's Says it can't have a resurgence, and we're already seeing it by the amount of integration with other chains and and the amount of um, updates and changes to everything that's going on. Yeah, Um, not just due to your um, enthusiasm, but uh, uh, the more people talk about the thing, the more people go, Oh, yeah, that, yeah, I remember that. Oh, it's still coming. Oh, it's still a thing. Great, you know, because I I feel like uh, John and I talk about, um, you know, some gaming, and I, I talk about the game that I play, which I was mentioning was. Boring by, you know, a factor of a thousand here compared to DeFi Kingdoms. Um, it's called Upland. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's not it's not a particularly exciting game, although they do try to make it interesting with all, all the little NFT things they do. But uh, I got into it as an investment project because I, I like the idea of buying property. I can't technically afford real property. Well, least no more than one. But, <laughs> pardon me. Um, it's... Uh, uh, looking at Defy Kingdoms, I think the, the comment I wanted to make was this th- is a real throwback for me to like early Final Fantasy or the overhead scroller like um, Legend of Zelda, the original uh, 1985 Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, and people like that. And if you're in my age group, um, mid 40s, and it's it's a real throwback. It's it's one of those exciting things. Like, oh, this is just like what I remember, or Final Fantasy of that sort. Um, a Love multiplayer Final kind of game. Uh, John, yes. John's a huge Final Fantasy, whatever game uh, fan. Right. Oh, so, uh, the fact that someone's doing this and it's making progress and it's actually a real reality. It's not just this. Oh yeah, Fantasy. Well, well, what was it? Uh, Sandbox pre-sold all their NFTs, but they didn't have a game, right? Um, and so it's like you can't. I'm not saying a person can't because I, I got into was it me- uh, Mega Crypto. Uh, I could say, oh, I can't pronounce the, the name Mega Cryptopolis, I think. Um, uh-huh. and I got into Decentraland in the early, early days. Right? right. Things didn't cost very much, but I couldn't even buy. People already bought all the property in Decentraland. I'm like, I can't get anything, and they're like, "Well, it's mo- it's mainly for developers." I'm like, "Yeah, but what if I wanted to own something?" They're like, "Well, do you have a hundred ETH?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> I know. So, um, <clears throat> and then and even, then
1: the devs, the devs at Decentraland, kind of stepped away. But they, they wanted it to be decentralized and everything. But, I mean, then you compare that. The devs, I'm telling you, are working seven days a week, grinding around the clock for every... It's like they never get a break. They never get a vacation. So I'm always like, hey, guys, it's okay to take a vacation every once in a while. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Let's, let's do that job.
2: <laughs> but, yes, but I guess the point I'm trying to get at is that in seeing DeFi, uh, DeFi kingdoms not just expanding, but actually functionally active, doing something real I mean of course golly games has their farmville equivalent whatever it's called star something um, I can't even remember the name of it but uh, and so it is a playable game and it's you know it's it's browser-based um, but it's I don't see it making as much progress as what I've already seen in just the last I guess almost hour it's been exactly an hour yeah. um, <laughs> since you've been talking so I'm really enthusiastic about. It. Uh, Defi kingdoms and 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 really getting into it. In fact, um, John, I think, used. Uh, have you heard of uh, Gather Gather Town? I think it's called mm-hmm. Gather Town. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's a like, similar look to like um,
0: Bit Metaverse.
2: It's all eight bit overhead uh, scroller, but it's more of a, a conference room than it is uh, a game. <laughs> That's have oh, a game in hey. it, but but I was looking at it going. Oh, this looks like Gather Town. it's way more complicated than, than Gather Town? But uh, I guess the point I'm trying to get at was. I'm a very long-time uh, Blizzard fan since the '90s, Aww. and um, I've been playing World of Warcraft as well as other games that Blizzard has made in the last 20 years. Um, it would be great to see somebody do like what's already being done with Defy Kingdoms with a, a, a already existing game, and I'm sure it's possible. I don't think Blizzard will ever talk to you guys on that level, but. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure it's it's completely adaptable to that idea. And the reason I bring this up at all is because those kinds of things, you play this really complicated character, there's all these different aspects to it, and you play it for a really long time. That has prestige to it. And the thing we actually saw recently with um, uh, Dookie Dash from Yuga um, Labs was that people like prestige, and they're, they're willing to pay money for it. So uh, if you had a character in DeFi Kingdoms or multiple characters, and you built them up over time. Somebody might be willing to pay you a hundred grand for your yep. character or set of characters, um, which is open to the market. It's readily available. Anybody can invest, play the game, invest in the game, stake in the game, or just buy into the game.
1: That's right. Um, all of the above. All and the same thing happens now. There's um, each hero has a generation. There's Gen Zero, Gen One, Gen Two, Gen Three, Gen Four, and and it's a it's not super complicated but i could explain but the gen zero heroes Mm. and the exalted hero the dread knight with the mythic that's you know so there has been gen zero heroes in the past that sold for over a hundred thousand in this game and now the gen zero floor has has come back up some and it's over three thousand dollars the floor of gen zeros is over three thousand dollars
2: Uh, I was thinking about this because I in the 90s (laughs) for myself, uh, I'm going to date myself with this, I already said all the time. But um, I played uh, Wizards of the Coast's uh, Magic the Gathering, and I do Mm. have some Black Lotuses in my collection. So, um... (laughs) Yeah, this
1: (laughs) game... It's the same kind
2: of thing, right? Except this is universal. I mean, it's like, it's not a... I mean, yes, Wizards of the Coast does have an online game you can play, Mm -hmm. but... DeFi Kingdoms, from what I can see and what you said, it, although somewhat more complex than um, – actually, probably isn't more complex. If I think about how many cards there are in, in Wizard of the Coast games. But um, it's it has this – it lends itself to so much more functionality. It's like the, comp- the comparison between fiat and Bitcoin. Sure, they do the same thing effectively. But Bitcoin is far more functional than oh. fiat by itself could ever be. Right. So,
1: Hey, and we haven't even scratched the surface. We exactly. haven't talked about crafting. We haven't talked, like, there's yeah. even so much more. That's why I would love to have you guys on the channel and really dive deep. And I'll be like a kid in a candy store, baby, showing you all the stuff in the game. it be so fun.
2: So this is, uh, this is the thing that's so fascinating to me oh. about, about listening to you speak about this thing. Uh, it's great to hear somebody. It's so en- super enthusiastic. I know I, I am about the games I play, but um, it's it's amazing. To see yeah. the functionality, and I feel like I mean i heard of DeFi Kingdom because you know John was talking about it to me when we're, we're going to interview you, but um, so much more depth to it than I ever imagined. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so grateful to see that because it means that it's not just a surface project. It's not just a sandbox. It's a thing. It's a yeah. real thing. And it's it's a, it's got a life of its own. Yeah, what are the people in the comments about <laughs> and, and the the updates and the new
1: things that are about to come are just going to be groundbreaking, and it's real right. soon. It's real soon. Hey, and I wanted to mention also Magic the Gathering and like Dungeons and Dragons and some of these games had a huge impact on DeFi Kingdoms, especially Magic the Gathering. Uh, there's there's definitely <laughs> some similarities there. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So I would love to get you guys on the channel sometime. Yeah. That'd be so fun. Uh,
0: I'm actually no, I think looking at... We could, at, I think we could uh, probably do that at some point. I'm looking at deckscreener.com. Hey and uh, yeah. looking up uh, DeFi Kingdoms, and you, what you said is facts. There's a lot mm-hmm. of liquidity with this game. I'm surprised. Looks like in the last 24 hours, nearly a half a million dollars. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's
0: crazy for a project and like this. There there needs to be more, man. Where's the people at? You know, we got to talk
1: about this more.
2: <laughs> well, we We're got talking some people in the
1: chat. <laughs> right now. The ecosystem is less than a 1,000 people.
2: No uh, kidding. Yeah. So this is a prime time to get in. So if yeah. we're gonna promote anything at all, this is—it's like this is. Um, let me just give. I talked about it in the beginning of the podcast. I got into Gala early. Uh huh. They gave me a payment. They're like, "Here's the little payment for promoting our game. It's worth like ten bucks." And then they put the put everything on the market. Just some—I don't remember even. I, maybe it was bybit. I remember yeah. Who, who? Who? Where they put their coin initially? And then they got into Coinbase eight months later. And you know when you get on Coinbase, your coin will blow up. That always happens. Uh, Almost always happens. I know Shiba Inu certainly blew up. And that was a fun day for me too. Um, But the point I'm trying to get at is um, I had no idea that if I just held on to the Gargantuan sum of coins they gave me in the initial distribution, um, I would have been a millionaire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know we talked about that. but. I have this experience that, and I, John and I have said this many times in the podcast, never sell your whole bag. Right? Yeah. If you're going to sell, sell, you know, sell 20 or 60% of it if you think it's you know not going to be worth any, but always hold on to some of the coins. And you did. You said you held on to 10% of yep. the original amount of the other coins. So, yeah. Um, this After, uh, yep. After a 20X, I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. This opportunity, <laughs> right, of Binance or Binance token. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this opportunity, what you're presenting right now, I can see it. I don't know what it is. Like John, John teases me constantly. Um, <laughs> I made a terrible prediction. What was that prediction, John?
0: Yeah, uh, Bitcoin wouldn't go over twenty thousand
2: dollars. Yeah, uh-huh. I said this. I said this in uh, November of twenty twenty. <laughs> and what happened in December? Oh. <laughs> Boom! Yeah, it broke. It broke twenty five thousand and continued up from there. It, it did, um ah! It, went, it just kept going. Kept it going. kept exactly. going. And it went all the way up to 42,000. It's like, what is going on? Exactly. And so I've made this mistake before, and I will never make it again by, by making a claim that something, even something like DeFi Kingdoms, who had a huge boon only a year, what, a year and a half ago, uh, when the price you know, exploded, can't come back. Of course it can. And it will. And so, mm-hmm. what I guess I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm not trying to make any predictions. I'm just trying to say that. Um, it seems like there's this gargantuan, like, pun intended, avalanche, like you said, of uh-huh. content capability just sitting here waiting to explode. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and hey, Dreamer, just
1: today, just today, Dreamer mentioned, I, I think we're going to be going on something like a Coinbase or a Binance or a Crypto.com real soon. Jewel is going to be listed. On a major centralized exchange. It's been in the works for a while. So that'll be big. It'll absolutely be huge. Real soon. real soon. Uh, He said he might even be able to make the announcement. In the next week or two. He said that today in the AMA. (laughs) I'm like which one it is. So. Man. This was such a great time with you guys. I sure hope on YouTube. Is this going to go on YouTube as well? Yes this will go on YouTube. Uh, I will. Hey. Let's double hey DeFi Kingdoms community. Let's at least double their subscribers, baby. I love it.
0: Oh nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. Yes. So I will share that YouTube video like crazy and I'm I'm pretty confident we can double your subscribers.
2: Oh, that's awesome! Well, we will definitely send more people your way by talking about DeFi kingdoms. So basically every chance I get, I mention Upland, but now I'm going to start playing DeFi kingdoms, <laughs> and I'm going to have to start mentioning it all the time. So, <laughs> I love all right. it.
1: All right, Grady. So, uh, do you guys have more questions or thoughts? Yeah. yeah. So, anything? So, so
0: the, the, the question is, uh, if there's any opportunities out there for for DeFi kingdoms, you know, if anybody, you know, what 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 like job opportunities are out there for? with Defy Kingdoms.
1: Well, you know, I'm actually not i oh, I'm not sure, but I know there is a way to apply to be on the team. Uh-huh. And there's a way for third party people to be mentioned in their castle. Like have so born to die right here in the chat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Born to yeah. die. 007, baby. There's several uh people that are already I think he's already listed. Maybe not. He's got one of the best tools for the whole game, uh, called DFK Quester, and it can do several different things that he's developed out. And he has applied where his project will actually show up in game in the castle. And there already is several. There's several already there, and you can, um, and also especially like third-party developers other people developing games um third-party games you know the, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the ones where the heroes are utilized uh though and that's part of the support that dfk will offer but as far as job openings to be a part of the team i'm not sure actually i was going to talk to dreamer and frisky pretty soon actually about some of those things
0: okay cool uh yeah it'd be good. it would yeah. be good to know for sure, absolutely, man. All right, so a couple more questions before we let you go. Um, you are mm-hmm. obviously very passionate about this. It's it's great, man. I have I don't th- I don't recall the last time we had somebody so passionate about a project on the podcast in a very, very long time. Um, what's what's some advice you would give to somebody that wants to pursue the things that you're doing, you know, with five Kinetics or just any projects, just just having the enthusiasm to go out and just do things.
1: Well, it's just kind of, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. It's just, you know, and we all have gifts. So if you actually knew the condition of my life, you would probably be really concerned. (laughs) You know, I've got a lot of weaknesses, but it's just part of my DNA is that when I find something that is a true gem, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, that is something worth touting i will ex- i will shout it from the rooftops that's and what that been goes doing.
0: that's good man i love
1: it yeah and if it's that could be anything my favorite pizza delivery guy <laughs> a good mcdonald's check-through person like good people good staff or good products good restaurants like, i good, could already imagine anything. man
0: you're going through the mcdonald's drive through, you at the speaker box d kingdoms
1: yeah, well, or or it'll be like, man, this guy's good at his job. Maybe I need to hire this guy. <laughs> so I've almost hired a couple people that were drive-through people from in McDonald's. Oh, actually, okay. oh. <laughs> I've hired AT and T reps. I've hired, you know, all of those type things. Uh, but if if it's like a really good restaurant, because generally speaking, if you, I'm really hard please. Like, so I'm really hard on most projects. Most of the time, everything everywhere always sucks. And so when you find something that doesn't suck, but is really awesome Mm -hmm. on the flip side, I will just become their number one evangelizer basically. And so, but, but to answer that question, if someone wants to just get in the game, you can start by just buying up a little bit of jewel, dollar cost averaging in. Put that in the jeweler, or go into the liquidity pools on the decks with the that's with the uh, in the gardens, or with the trader
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the game, and start. You know, it's some pretty juicy APRs, some nice. good interest you'll make. Nice, and then and then you can start following some of the channels, and I'll I'll be happy to get anybody on the channel anytime, new to the game, and help walk them through how to get in the game. I have so much fun doing it. And and the complexity of the heroes, how to buy a hero, mm-hmm. just A, B, C, how to get in the game.
0: Great. So at, at this point in your life, you've, you've already gained a lot of experience, your crypto experience. You know, what's, what's one thing you wish you had known at the beginning of your journey that you know now?
1: Okay. So... Knowing when to, great question. Knowing when to, knowing the fundamentals of a project, knowing how to look at a project and dollar understanding the power of dollar cost averaging. And because I'm not a great trader. If you want to be a trader and try to time the markets, you got to be really good and spend a lot of time, like multiple hours a day around the clock, seven days a week if you want to be a trader. But if you don't want to be a trader, finding the good projects that you believe in and the and coins, like of course, starting with Bitcoin and Ethereum, you know, dollar cost averaging into those projects little by little, not like literally money that you don't need, that mm-hmm. you could just throw away and still be fine. Where yep. And in your mind, put that money in there and forget about it. You like know. it's retirement. You don't know how 401k. many
0: times I've received messages from people saying, "Hey, I invested my entire life savings, and you know, I need oh help. My, my family needs help." It's it's yes. depressing, man. It's it's sad that people do it, it.
1: I know, right? And so, money that you don't need to live on that you can think of it like your 401k that you're putting 5% of your paycheck in, you know, or something like that. And don't don't and just let it grow okay so you dollar cost average in you find the other good speculative projects like this one like defi kingdoms there's lots of other good ones cosmos you know i'm in several projects not as many now um and dollar cost averaging in and then as the like if the coin goes three or four x's Mm -hmm. your money start dollar cost averaging little bits out (laughs) okay and hold through the through the long run and then once you get once you three X your input in back out, mm-hmm. then you can keep just over time dollar cost averaging in slowly over time into the good projects, but then also knowing when to get out because sometimes that's the hard part. Yeah. You got to, you got to stay awake and follow the projects that you're in mm-hmm. because if a lot of the teams, you know, they disband, they don't click. There's problems that come up. It's hard to manage a business and it's hard to manage a team. So you have to pay attention to writing on the wall when it's looking like a project might die because there's a lot of projects like EOS and Neo and several like Substratum that I was really big on. Tons of good projects out there that just didn't make it because the team closed the doors for whatever reason. You got to know to get the F out Mm -hmm. (laughs) completely get out of the dead projects and stick with the ones that you have conviction in That's good. it doesn't necessarily like chainlink for example doesn't necessarily mean it will pump to the moon but it probably will eventually because we know that the use case is there the tokenomics with chainlink isn't necessarily best but it's it's a lot better now the tokenomics with chainlink perfect example it's better now and eventually it'll probably moon so now, I, did I miss my awesome? That's awesome, dude. You know? Yeah.
0: So you did you you have your own YouTube yeah. channel. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be checking that out. But uh, here's my question: If you can step in my shoes as the host, what would you have asked yourself that I did not?
1: What What would I what? What would what you
0: that? ask yourself that I that I haven't at this point? You know, did, did you do? you feel like you've fulfilled the DeFi mission? I
1: I feel like that is. A mouthful. I feel like i <laughs> said everything I wanted to say.
0: But All right, then. Let's, got, then, then, yeah. then, where, where can the listeners connect with you online, if they want to know um, and, and know more about Defi Kingdoms?
1: Yeah, my my Twitter is actually at Grady Gamble. Even though it says Crypto Grady, but it's at Grady Gamble. Um, and my, but it's Crypto Grady on YouTube. Pretty easy to find if you just search Crypto Grady. Or, and that's G with a George Grady, Crypto Grady. Uh, you know, you search Crypto Grady, I'll come right up, or DeFi Kingdoms, Crypto Grady. And I try to do pretty regular videos. Um, I, you know, I probably should be doing videos every day, but it's not necessarily every day, but definitely multiple videos a week, generally speaking. And uh, yeah, man.
0: All right. Well, it's nice having you on the podcast. It's great to learn more about Defi Kingdoms, a, a world that I did not even know existed. Like you took us down way yes. down the, the the rabbit hole, which is great, man. It was a nice, it was <laughs> nice to have you on. Until next time, buddy. I love it. Yeah, it was great.
1: We barely scratched the surface. You should come on the channel, and we'll really go down the rabbit hole, baby. Sounds good.
2: Yeah. Uh, John John's okay. serious into recording. Uh, so many different projects Trust me. Trust me. that we're in, we'll, we'll, involved we'll be in. will base.
0: We'll be touching base for sure. But yeah.
2: Well, absolutely getting more involved in this one because the more more we can, the more, Mary, we're we're crypto agnostic. We do it all. All Yes.
1: Same here. Same here. Love you guys. All right. So
0: we're live streamed on Twitch. It'll be uploaded to YouTube and on Odyssey. We're uploaded to uh, at least a dozen different podcast uh, platforms. So whatever you listen to, that's where it's going to be uploaded as well. So if you want to listen to it, there it is. All right. So with that said, uh, for everybody that's on Twitch live, just go ahead and hang out for a bit for the after party. We're going to have a little nice little sesh right after. For everyone else, Jake, go ahead and wind us out of here.
2: As we always say, they, uh, we do actually another show coming up next week. It'll be with Sean. Um, but uh, you can also check out our Cointree, tree slash C3 Media. You can see us for all of our different uh, channels. And uh, you can donate if you like also patreon where you can catch all this content if you missed it it will all be up there on patreon pre-show post-show of course the main podcast itself is always up on youtube and all the other uh sites like anchor.fm so at the end of every show we always say stack That's sats it. and hodl yeah. adios
1: i love you